When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okie dokes, we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. What's okie dokie smoky from? Okie dokie smoky. I don't know. How about okie dokie in general? Sure. Uh, Mike, will you get us the origin of Okie Dokie? And or Okie Dokie, Smokey. You got That's it. it. We used to say as kids, Okie Dokie, Smokey. <laughs> Did you say it with that weird yes, accent? Yes, yes. Okie Dokie, Smokey. Yeah, it feels like it. It seems like something uh, seems like a Western. Davis would have said. Okay. Sounds like it was Perfect. a 1930s expression to tell the phone operator that the message had been received. Okie Dokie? It's, it's from OK right. and then Okie Dokie. Yeah, Look up Okie Dokie, Smokey. <laughs> Please. Please, yes. I'm sorry. Mm. Yes, that's right. We're trying to teach our children, mm. part- particularly our, our three-year-old, how to not make a demand. Mm. Mom, get me milk. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on hey, here. Hang chill on. out. Sir? Just a humorous version of okie dokie. I'd say so. And uh, use to express acceptance agreement. Uh, it doesn't really say an origin that I can find here, but I'll hey, keep digging. That's all right. Little, yeah. How about Lil Smokies? That's a food that should be served only in hell. What? Mm. Little Smokies? They're delicious. Me They're little hate, hot dogs? Me hate Little Smokies. Well, if you put them in like beans or barbecue sauce or something like that, that's gross. Sorry, I be- Mike. I believe I had Little Smokies <laughs> that were put in SpaghettiOs in like oh. a... Yeah, that's not good. Oh, you it know was a was thing really I had good? to try. It was Crisco guest co-hosted Twin Cities Live years ago. And we had some garbage situation with Little Smokies and like SpaghettiOs. It was all together. It was terrible. That sounds awful. You okay. know what was really good? When we were kids, we would eat mac and cheese with chopped up hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Grew so up good. On that. Oh, man. Yeah. That, yeah, grew up on all I that I guess garbage. my mom would do kibasi or kielbasa with, uh, with Velveeta. Yeah, that's good. Were you a Velveeta family or a Kraft family? Both. And you know what, was, what we would do with kibasi? We'd put it in our scrambled eggs, chopped up. That's a great idea. So good. So good. Also, there is brisket in the cafeteria today. Yes. Are you sure? I'm sure. I looked okay. up the, the menu. We can never see what the soup is, but they show you the entree. They're having this brisket sandwich. And Chef Brian sent brisket up to me this morning for breakfast. And it was... With me. Thank yes, you. you were the courier. It was so bleeping good. It was so tender. There was a great... Nope. It was so juicy. Nope. It was so moist. Mm-mm. 
It wasn't dry at all. Okay. I enjoyed the texture of it. Okay. It also had a nice, noticeable bark on the outside. Oh. Oh, it is so good. Congratulations. It's all I'm thinking about right now. Wow, you I really just are food motivated. It. You know how when you get a dog, they're like, oh, it's good. You could train her because she's real food motivated. Yes. That's how I would describe you. Oh, you could teach me to heal in a jiffy. <laughs> if you just had little hand meat snacks that you handed me, honest to God, this isn't a terrible show idea. If I started to get off topic and you just had a little a tube that you could send right from your mic to mine and then out of the mic like at the bank just plops into my mouth like a morsel of meat, I'll stop talking about whatever stupid off topic thing I've gone on to and then you can finish your okay. story. We're going to work on that. I like the idea. Oh my gosh. Uh, little pieces of brisket. This brisket today. Like oh, that, like, gosh. What do, you, what do you call it? Like begging strips? Begging strips. Or, yes. or, or snossages. You could, yes. you could wrap it up in a little croissant. Totally. All right. Anyway. Uh, Steve apparently doesn't like little Smokies. Thank you. I just think they're... How about the ones that come in the little blanket? No, that's like funny blanket, because yeah. I actually do like them as that. Now, here's the interesting thing. Tom Hanks, i got to be honest with you right now, sir. We're not sure if we're getting you. We hope to. But quickly. We're, we're going to get to it. Pigs in a blanket. Do you think that that is a hot dog in a croissant? No, I don't, but others do. Do you think it's a cabbage situation? I sure do. So explain what it is. Stuffed cabbage. Basically, Stuffed cabbage. ground beef with rice and deliciousness rolled into a piece of cabbage and put into like a nice sauce. And I grew up that pigs in a blanket was like a croissant rolled flat and then you put a hot dog in the middle yep. of it. That's around here. That's because we grew up in America, Mike! <laughs> White trash. Donna! What? These cabbage rolls look delicious. I just looked them up. If you have a choice of having cabbage or a croissant to wrap your meat in, I'm going to take the croissant. As a kid, yes, of course. Even now. How about I when you take cabbage. the Hawaiian rolls... You slice that whole yeah. son of a biatch right in two, yeah, right? The yeah, whole yeah. thing. Then on the inside, you put ham, you put cheese. Yes. You put the top back on it, and then you drizzle. What do they have that you're drizzling on it? Like Let's butter. Let's give it cheese or something. Butter. You can melt some cheese on it. You put that thing in the in the oven, bake it. I can eat the entire thing. That's a good entertaining idea. It's a great entertaining idea. it's easy. And it's satisfying. People will love it. Thank you. Anyway, Tom Hank is being a biatch. You said Tom Hank, but it's fine. That's fine. You said before, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Did you hear it? He's like, <laughs> when did I say that? I don't know. You mumbled something a little while ago, and I was like, just let it go. Really? Yeah. You have to tell me, because sometimes I get worried about me. I'd rather you tell me, <laughs> so I, I can listen back with the doctor. Okay. Anyway, Tom Hanks, apparently there's this, there's these pictures of him at Cannes Film Festival on the red carpet with his wife, Rita Wilson, talking to some dude. I mean, he just looks super angry. Like, what's his problem? It has a scolding vibe to it. Some of the and pictures, he's pointing right? his finger, yes. you know, like, you tell him. Yeah, yeah. I will walk. Yes. Yeah, cool. he's got that kind of look, and and it almost looks like Rita Wilson is trying to like break it up, or she interject. she does not seem that she's running at the same temperature that he is. Right. 
I mean, now, and then he looks like he's pointing his thumb. I need to know what they're talking about because Tom Hanks was hot headed when photographers were following him out of a hotel or airport. I don't know where they were. And remember, he was like, there was yeah. video of that. Yeah. Where and he, he was yelling. turned and scolded them because she then like twisted her ankle because she was trying to get into the car quick. And he yes. was like, a, hey, that's my wife kind of a thing. Yeah. Back up. But I think that time, I think he sort of directed his, I remember we were dissecting the tape. We were saying he may have directed his anger at the, yeah, wrong, the wrong person guy. in the crew. And they're like, uh, what? But yeah. I just think, and look, I get it. People are crying your wife. I get the defensive husband thing. Absolutely. Sure. Um, I just think maybe Tom Cruise, you know, this is very public. If you're on a red carpet at can at a massive film festival yes. and photographers everywhere, usually you would try to hide that thing. Right. Uh, looking like that because right. you're course. so camera aware. Yes. But I think maybe he's getting to the point where he's like, I don't care. Listen, hey, you told us to stand here. What are you? Why? We're not going to move now. We already waited. We're not going to. Whatever was happening, you right. can see a little bit of just like you know. I don't have it in me to be Mister Rogers today. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, we're out of time. I watched now- the uh, Saving Mister Otto thing, or what's it called? Saving Mister Otto. <laughs> it's called a man called Otto. And I watched the f- one of the final scenes. Is the I think I mentioned this? Yes. Is the church where you got married? Right. You got married. Yeah. And grew up. I, like they're like Aww, uh, they're like taking a, a view of the pew where I sat Aww. next to Graham and Pap Scott. Okay, I'll look for that the next time I watch that movie in fifteen years. Um, hey, when we come back, will you tell us why Kate Middleton refused to sign autographs? Absolutely. And I wonder, I wonder how you feel about this. But she had a good backup. Up. It was kids who said, "Can we get your autograph?" And she den- denied them. Tell you what she did instead and why she did that. And then we'll get to the 10 rudest things you can do at the pool this summer. Pools are about to open statewide. We'll get to that when we come back. I'm going to clap right now. And now we'll go to break. Friends, hey, what's up? It's Stevie Boy. Donna, could you stay out of this, please? Although I think you would really like Origin Meals. Have you tried these yet, friends? You really got to go to Origin Meals. Go to OriginMeals.com. You can do that today, right now. And you will see that they are in the business of saving you time and helping you to eat better. It's kind of funny. I get really excited when I'm looking through and they they do a shipment and they're fresh. They're never frozen. They're delivered right to your door. If you're not home, it's okay. They'll leave them in an Origin Meals cooler bag so the temperature is all good. And then you're sifting through like, what am I in the mood for tonight? They've got great sauces. Every single meal that I've tried bursting with flavor. Like if you're feeling like, oh no, it's just going to be bland and I'm eating on the run. No, that's not it. You're going to eat great food. Uh, They make these meals from scratch. They have a rotating menu. You can choose what it is that you want delivered to your door or you can just set it and forget it. Let them do it. When you use the coupon code MYTALK, you'll save 30% on your first order. OriginMeals.com Welcome. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo-wee. So, do we talk about this? Yeah, I guess we. I'll talk about it right here on the microphone. Okay, that I sounds guess, good. I guess we, we got a gift from a listener a long time ago. A secret Santa. So as in it was delivered in December, we never knew that these gifts were delivered to us because they were in the refrigerator. And we have been, I guess, were 
supposed to clean out the refrigerator this but week. We aren't fridge people. We don't really use the fridge. We never use the fridge. Yeah, we, it's just kind of there. And it's not a large fridge. But you know who the fridge people are? Certainly Bradley with all his bullcrap pickled stuff. Yeah. And everything's fermenting. And he has a fermenting drawer there. It's a whole thing. So he and Don, I think, go down there more often. This is and amazing. And they just came in during the commercial break. And they had a bag and said, oh, ho, ho, Merry Christmas. Then we open it up. There are wrapped presents with a bow. That are cold. And they said, hey, this, these are your gifts from the fridge that needed cleaned out. And I thought what they meant was we needed to clean the fridge out. So as a bit, we wrapped up old sour cream and right. all of that. And then I unwrapped it. And there's and it a was trash bags. We got tall kitchen trash bags from Secret Santa. And Secret Santa wrote, Donna and friends, a few weeks ago, you mentioned a few weeks ago was probably in November, November of 2022. Or October. <laughs> a few weeks ago, you mentioned that you love to get practical gifts. Well, my dad worked at 3M for many years and always gave us a box filled with 3M products and other practical items. After he passed away and I had to start buying my own scotch tape, trash bags, TP, and other necessary items, I truly realized what a great gift that box filled with practical items was. Hope your holidays are filled with much joy and happiness from your secret Santa. So then Thank you. we realized someone had taken these items, the bag of gifts that was intended for us. Honest to goodness, Donna, the more I think about this, we're victims. Because someone took our gifts, which did not need refrigerated. <laughs> they hid them. I was wondering. Hid them in the refrigerator. We all got garbage bags, by the way. They hid them in the refrigerator. And we only got them now because the fridge clean-out needed to happen. So have you and I both stolen chocolate from people's mailboxes? Yes. We would have found these gifts. Had these been in our mailbox, we Mm. would have found them. So we have both been criminals and victims of mailbox crime. Mm. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Mike, do you want some garbage bags? we got like Oh, sure. Sounds like you got plenty of them. Yeah. All right. Great. 15 tall kitchen bags. Wow. Amazing. Thank you. Don always looks at garbage bags like, could I fit a body in them? Steve, Donna, you sorry. don't even know me. Wow, I wish you would have denied that a little harder. You don't know me. There. There you go. Um, Hey, let's talk about Kate Middleton, because I feel like I came across etiquette rules that everyone in the royal family must follow, and I think this might fall under that heading. Well, Kate Middleton met with a bunch of kids and uh, like a hundred elementary school kids, and this was at a flower show. This happened on Monday, and some of those elementary kids asked Kate Middleton for her autograph. She declined. She told them, "Quote: I can't write my name, but I can draw." And she proceeded to draw a little picture. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For the kids. Aww. When she was asked why she couldn't sign, she said, quote, I'm not allowed to write my signature. It's just one of those rules. And she wasn't lying. It is a rule. There is a reason for it. Members of the Baby Talk Royal family don't <laughs> sign autographs so that no one can forge their signatures. So she was not being mean. And she was like, here's what I can do. I can like, here's a flower. I'll draw a tree. That's cute. That's sweet. But they'll never be able to prove that the future queen drew that picture because she couldn't sign the picture as well. If you can't eventually sell it on eBay, was it even worth happening? Right. That's what I'm getting at. Some other fun etiquette rules. Thank you for asking. You have to sit like a royal. You cannot, you will never see a royal with their legs crossed at the knee. Legs and knees must be kept together, but crossing at the ankle is fine. Okay. There's, get, there's a pose that. called the Duchess Slant. Mm. And it is named for Kate Middleton. You can see her go-to sitting position. Wow, she really follows all the rules. Then when the royal family is part of a procession, they enter and are seated in the order of precedence, Hmm. which is essentially the order of who's next in line to the throne. There's all sorts of stuff. Hmm. You have to make your curtsy subtle, not like, you know, big. Um, You have to dress appropriately. Um, the queen famously wear, wore like neon outfits. She was very colorful, but Kate Middleton likes different patterns and textures. But the thing they have in common is you have to dress modestly for the occasion. Sure. All sorts of stuff. Cover up cleavage. You're not going to see any cleavage. Even though I'm pretty sure Princess Diana had some cleavage oh really yeah like i think not often but every now and then anyway there's all sorts of rules oh and you can never play monopoly as in the board game what it's true why um they're they're not allowed to at home because it gets too vicious which leaves the royal family and the entire world with so many questions about how competitive the royal family really is. There is no monopoly. Wow. I don't hate that rule because I don't like that game. It's dumb. You have to hold your utensils in the correct hands, all sorts of stuff. You have to hold your teacup properly. If someone says, hey, do you want to come over tonight? We're going to play Monopoly. I hear, hey, do you want to help us re-grout the kitchen tile? I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. You also have to stop eating when the queen stops eating. So if she's done... You are done, even if you hardly ate anything. Quickly, 10 rules not to do at a pool this summer. Here's your Pool's about to open. Don't show up with a contagious, condi- contagious condition. Don't jump in when you're gross or super sweaty. Towel off first. Try to shower. Don't go inside of a place barefoot just because you're hanging out near a pool. Don't blast music. Okay. No to excessive splashing, including cannonballs. Yeah, knock that off. No topless tanning. Well, duh. No letting your kids run wild. Yeah. And that includes splashing. I'm a big fan of not splashing. 
Me too. That was a positive way of saying that. No hogging the lounge chairs. Yeah, you can't hold them for like four hours. Number two, no bringing glassware. Yeah. And number one, the only one we all will pretend to agree with, but actually disagree with in practice, no peeing in the pool. Yeah, don't try not to pee in the pool, please. But if it's highly chlorinated, I wouldn't. And you're in a corner. Aren't you always feeling the temperature, though? You're like, oh, no, this will be a noticeable hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll take a break. We're going to play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? Yeah. When we come back, right here on the Don and Steve Experience on my talk. Hey, it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I am loving fitting into my uh, summer hipster shirts uh, without uh, those movie bumps uh, in front. I feel good. I feel like my face looks thinner. I feel like my stomach and my chest look thinner. I feel more confident. And I did it through the help with the weight loss plan at MNFatLoss.com. If you're like me, want to lose up to a pound a day, you should go for a free consultation at mnfatloss.com. I did it eating foods I actually like. Steak, pork tenderloin, spaghetti with meat sauce. Um, You can do it too. I'm not counting calories. I'm not exercising. I didn't do surgery or hypnosis or prepackaged meals. I did it with the help of the doctor and his team at mnfatloss.com. You too could lose up to a pound a day. Results may vary, but I want you to check out mnfatloss.com. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Call back to 1989. Something like that. Because he said, good morning, Vietnam. Robin Williams. Name three other Robin Williams movies within the next 10 seconds. Okay. There's the Fisher King. There's the one Awakenings. And there is oh the Four, one with Matt da- Damon and uh, the, 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 uh, the chocolate uh, factory uh, kids. The... Flubber, Mrs. Outfire, and uh, Jumanji. Oh, good. Go. Jumanji. Go. No, what's the one? What's no, the no, one? He, just Jumanji. He just oh. was had a ver- verbal pause oh, before it. that. No, not, what's not... the other one? I'm thinking Don about. Don is at the video teacher. store. I'm looking for Don Jumanji. Come on. Are you talking about Goodwill Hunting? Okay, there's that with one. Matt Damon, but no. Dead Poets Society. That's it. I'm a dead poet. What about um, Patch Adams? That's it. Patch Adams. Patch cute. Adams, oh, no. that's cute. All right. Flubber. I watched that. That was a flub. Yeah. It was. What's that about? Uh, he's like an interesting scientist and makes like a uh, little green slimy thing that comes oh. to life. Yeah. And wreaks havoc. Probably brings a family together in the end. That was probably an earlier project. Nope. 97. Was, yeah. That right was, in the middle. Wow. Yep. That's unfortunate. Aladdin. Hmm. Rotten Tomato score of 23 for good old Flubber. Mm. Wasn't he also in that uh, Tinkerbell thing? He Peter was. Pan. Uh, uh, <laughs> is what it was called. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's on the right track. You want to play a game? Okay. Do we have an intro? Not yet, but I'm hear- hearing it's being worked on. It's very close. Oh, All right. Nice. Now we just have to do the whose voice is it anyway? Uh, we're going to play a little Whose Voice Is It Anyway? You've heard this, I'm sure, by now. We've played it for the last couple of months. It is uh, Donna leading five to four. Yeah. I'm going to play a voice out of context. I'll give you each a little bit of a clue. You then will then go for uh, 
name that tune rules and bid how many seconds you think it'll take you to name the celebrity voice. And if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, your opponent will get the point. And the first one to two wins unless we get all tied up. Okay. And then we go to the tiebreaker. Okay. I'm excited. Here we go. All right. I got to flip that coin first. And somebody call it heads. It is heads. Yes. Okay. All right. Do you want to go first? Uh, that You do go first, right? You do yes. go first now with it being heads. All right, Steve. Our first voice for today uh, and your chance to tie it up as far as the overall score. Emmy winning child actor recently returning to the business. Mm. Emmy-winning Emmy child actor recently returning back to the business. I can name that voice in eight seconds. I can name that voice in seven seconds. I can name that voice in six seconds. I can name it in five. Name that voice! Yeah! All righty. Let's find out who's going to get this first point. Is it going to be Donna? Can she name this voice in five seconds? Or is it going to be Steve if she gets it wrong again? I will play the voice for five seconds. You then have some time to think about it and give me an answer. Okay. Here is our first voice. One more time. The clue. Emmy-winning child actor recently returning back to the business. Here's your voice. I studied Taekwondo for about four years in New York, and then now I'm learning kickboxing and boxing and street fighting. And... Uh-oh. Mm. That's a toughie. I am going to say that that is not Drew Barrymore. That is... That is... Uh, her name is... She was in Pirates of the Caribbean, and her name is starts with a K, and it's Kai... Yeah. <laughs> Kai. I'm just going to help you on what your the name that you're going Kai. after according to that last hint that you just said yep. out loud. K K. Yep. Uh it is K Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. That's your guess? Yes. No. Okay. No, but she would have much well, more of a overall for all that allow. You so are day. so right. Let's listen back to this one here for the My Talkers and see if you want to jump in and think you have a voice or thought on it. I studied Taekwondo for about four years in New York, and then now I'm learning kickboxing and boxing and street fighting and all that. Will you? There you go. Man, that is difficult. Again, Emmy Award winning child actor returning recently returning to the business. Jeez Louise, could we get an extra hint, please, for the class? Um, a longtime TV franchise is what she's best known for. Okay. I sorry, I shouldn't say TV. Well, yeah, I mean it was a TV show. TV show she was known for. Emmy winner. She did not win an Emmy for that show, however. Oh. Oh, what did she win an Emmy for? As a child star, she won an Emmy for a soap opera. I was just gonna say it. I bet it's a soap opera Mm -hmm. actress. But that's not what she's known for. That was when she was like. 12 or 14 or 15 or something. Then she became a slayer of vampires. That is Sarah Michelle oh, Geller. Wow. Oh, One more man. time so everybody can yeah, hear it. Piece it together. Taekwondo for about four years in New York. And then now I'm learning kickboxing and boxing and street fighting. And oh, She's talking about wow. some of the fight scenes she had in the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That first point is going to go to Steve. Jeez. Pressure's off. If All I right. win today, it'll be my third win in a row. You were out to a 5-2 lead. 
And now it's coming around the final turn. All right, let's move on to Please. voice number two. Now, again, if Steve gets this point, he will take a 2-0 lead, and Donna will have to go for the one-second mm-hmm. bonus clue. If uh, Donna gets this right, then we'll go to our number third uh, voice and the win. So here we go. Your clue for this one, successful off-screen first, now TV personality. Your clue, successful off-screen first, now TV personality. Oh. Donna, you get to start the bidding this time around. I can name that voice in six seconds. Ooh, going right down to it. I can name that voice in five seconds. Mm, That's a lot of seconds. Okay, name that voice. Go ahead. All right, an opportunity to take the 2-0 lead and force the one-second bonus voice. Steve, your clue again. Off a Successful off-screen first, now TV personality. Are you ready? I dedicate this to all the moms out there. <laughs> Which is really ironic when you hear this clip. My dad did upholstery on cars. My mom did odd jobs. Just, just a normal kid. Yep, absolutely. Could have done it in half the time. Grew up in Pittsburgh, actually. Still has an affinity for that town. I watch him Friday nights. Donna, do you think you know the voice? I uh, do. It's Mark Cuban. Oh. Locking it in. Come on. Let's go. Yep. Oh, Let's man. go. How did I ever lose this game? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I could hear it now. Let's Can hear we it hear again. a little more? Yes, we'll absolutely hear it again here. Again, he actually is talking about growing up uh, in Pittsburgh and then uh, goes on to say this about his family. My dad did upholstery on cars. My mom did odd jobs. Just just a normal kid, man, that just happened to be, have an aptitude for business from... Damn. Yes. That's good, Steve. That well is Well done. Good. So with that, it is a 2-0 lead, and that uh-huh. means we've got the bonus question. Right. This means oh, I'll get two points if I get this right, and I'll tie it up. Correct. You're okay. going to listen to this one-second clip, and if you can name the voice in one second with the clue, you will tie it up at 2-2. Okay. Here we go. Steve with the 2-0 lead. Donna trying to tie it up. Your clue for this final one, all-over actor... Now mostly only seen on TV. All over actor, now mostly only seen on TV. Okay. Here is your one second to tie it up bonus clue. I think it's a little crazy. Mm, Kiefer Sutherland. Damn it. I'm going to go Jimmy Fallon. The correct answer was Jimmy Fallon. Come on! Dang it! Also, I don't know. It didn't seem to affect me that much. I mean, damn I, it! Wow. Can we wow. do the bonus? We actually for... did Kiefer Sutherland last week, so maybe that's why he was in your uh, oh, that in could your be. head. That yes. could be. Yes, but uh, wow, well done, Steve. A nice right. little sweep there. Tied it up. To uh, go that route, tied it up overall. Yes, 5-5 five, five is now where we sit for whose voice is it anyway, and we will do the uh, what would have been the decider. Okay. The clue for this one. Let's go, Donna. Okay. Emmy, Oscar, Tony-nominated veteran actress who actually does have a Grammy. Hmm. So a veteran actress who's been nominated for an Emmy, Oscar, and Tony <clears throat> who has an, a Grammy. Here is that final voice. Kind of inhabit that character for a few minutes just to be able to work. And I wasn't trying to, you know, oh. get some... Oh, my gosh. I, I want to say... 
Laura Linney. No. Incorrect. Play it again. Okay. Come on, Tom. Play it again. My talker's listening. Inhabit that character for yes. a few yep, Steve. Just Steve Sigourney Weaver. That is Sigourney Come Weaver. On. Wow. Let's go, Steve. Wow. wow. That was good. Was I got to give it to you. Those were very difficult for me. Sigourney Weaver. How? What? Why? Avatar. Oh, I guess I should have seen Highest grossing it. movies of all time. She's oh, in them. Oh, man. Yeah. No, no, Donna, okay, sorry, no, blue. no. Sorry, you were doing sorry. very right. good with your right. sportsmanship. My bad. Okay. <laughs> nice win, Steve. That was Thank good. you. Yeah. Good job, Man. Mike. That was fun. That was fun. That's, uh, this is good. Me Not like really you fun, but sort of. I had a great time. I do think I'm on a three-week tear. You are, actually. That's okay. Look All back right. here. You got the win when you were able to, uh, you got Michael Keaton, Alex Trebek, oh, Sir, Irina Williams. Last week, it was ah. Kiefer Sutherland, Melissa McCarthy, Michelle Obama, and Fred Rogers. And uh, yeah, we're Jeez. rolling through the voices. This is fun, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, All righty. With that, I will bask in my glory. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will find out what the soup of the day is. Mm-hmm. And if you like or are intrigued by sharks, there's a really interesting website that i think you're gonna want to check out i'll tell you about it for you shark nerds that's next on my talk hey it is rocco for crescent tide cremation services might see my mom tonight for my kids soccer game uh she's still around she's in her mid-70s but she has made plans for when it is her time and uh she made those plans at crescent tide why because uh a she's never wanted like a funeral home type situation with a big fancy wake and everybody parading around nope she uh just wants a simple cremation and then wants us to go have a nice dinner uh and that's what so many people that uh, I know uh, want when it's their time for a celebration of life. And uh, so maybe you too uh, could go talk to Lisa at Crescent Tide like my mom did, pre-plan, pre-pay for simple cremation. Or like I always say, when a death in the family occurs, the good folks at Crescent Tide, Lisa and Verlin and their team, uh, take care of it. And they do so in a prompt, courteous, kind manner. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Simple cremation start at just $800. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo! Why don't we do things out of order? Okay. You know I've been hungry for a long time this morning. All right. I thought you were going to leave and get food. I wanted to, but I wasn't able to step away. All right. And I'm hungry. Here we go. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. Soup is soup is soup. Soup is soup is soup. He's not expecting us to call it this time. You know what I mean? I sure do, Steve. That's what's crazy about life, right? Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. All right, now we're going to let this ride. Please um, leave a message at the tone. When up. finished, you may hang up. We are, um, oh, the dramatic slide down of her really felt mm. dramatic. Do we know that there's brisket down there today. I'm trying to find out. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's chilly. All right, it's garbage soup oh, day. Oh, garbage. Okay. But I want to know what sort of brisket do we have? Because he, I ate brisket of his this morning, and it was so good. But it's a brisket sandwich. 
Are they pre-made and wrapped in foil? Oh, great or question. Or is there a bowl of brisket that I can go and he can drop some slabs on me for? You dig what I'm saying, Queen Bee? I sure do, Steve. Thanks. I like when you get it and we are vibing right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Donna? Are you going to be okay? I want to eat it so bad. I just want to eat it. You I are keep so thinking food about motivated, it. Mike. Do you feel like you're that food oh, motivated? Not at all. It's, really? It's no. almost bizarre. It is. It's wild. Seriously, you guys don't feel this way? No. Mm-mm. Guys, I mean, I like food. Food is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't. If I'm hungry, I'm like, yeah, I want something to eat, but I'm not like, there's brisket. I need to get to the brisket. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, I have, I have thought about it so many times. I just, and I'm hungry. I didn't have a, I didn't pack a snack. <laughs> For your three hour show. Donna. Oh, wow. They say to How eat a are bunch you of. survive. Mm. <laughs> uh... They say. Eat a bunch of little meals. Is it something like that? I don't know. I'm hungry. I feel like you guys don't get it, and it's a bummer. Mike, I was counting on you. I got to be honest. Male Sorry. stereotype. I, I thought we'd be doing chest bump stickies in the hall talking about meat. No, I enjoy food, but it's not going to make me do something. Or right. Force me to change my habits. No, it's just food. Sorry. It's just food, Steve. Mm-hmm. It's It'll good be fine. Bad food. But mm. I like brisket. Okay. I saw something that maybe... Shark nerds might be interested in. Okay, then I have a new parenting trend. Okay. There's a way where you can track sharks in real time. So they've they've tracked a bunch of sharks. I would like to do this. Okay. So I'll tell you the website to go to here. Stand by and it's coming here. Um, it's you. They've tracked these sharks. And then you can go at any point and just kind of like say, oh, where are they? And what I find most interesting about this shark tracker is you can actually figure out where the sharks have been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Darn it, my website went down. Hang on, hang on. This is the best segment of the day. (laughs) All right, well... Thanks, Donna. Great vamping. Appreciate the support there. All right, sorry. Uh, All right, well, you're looking for that. I will give you the headline of my story. It is as follows. New parenting trend. Kids pooping outside. Oh, no. This is a thing. People are seeing this at public parks and playgrounds. They're not just, it's not like kids going on the ground. It is, they're bringing little portable toilet bowls for their children to use. They set them up under trees within feet of playgrounds and picnic areas so their kids can use them instead of public restrooms. Say what? There's no sink. They just go back to the playground and spread germs. Apparently, this is common. (sighs) What's happening to the world? The website is O-C- Urch, like O search, but O, there's a C. Okay, now we're back to the sharks, right? (laughs) Okay, there's no website for this. No, no, no. I got it. I hope not. O, and then, so type this in, Donnie. You're going to like this. O C E A R C H dot org. 
osearch.org. I'm there. And it takes you there, and it shows you all these different sharks, and you can click on them. They, these are sharks that have tracking devices. They have names, which I think you'll enjoy. Yes. But also, for instance, I just tapped on Simone, and now it shows me all of the different places that Simone has been. And I'll tell you what's sort of fascinating to me about it. Simone the shark, one of them tracks. She's four foot eleven inches, ninety pounds. She has been as far south as pretty much Miami, Florida, and she has been as high north as she's like north of uh, Maine. Wow! And so you see all these different places that they go, and then they send off these pings every now and again. Wow, that's neat. That's, but would you have thought that a shark? I would have thought they hung out like the same, I don't know, 20 or 50 mile radius. No, I think they travel, especially during, well, maybe I'm thinking of whales, uh, especially during like mating mating season or when they have their babies. Don't they travel from one area to the next? We do have a phone call, by the way. It's, it's a hotline. Oh, hey, Brian, we got a hot question for you. Uh, Brian, <laughs> Chef Brian from the cafeteria. Brian, first of all. Sure. Thank you so much for the brisket surprise this morning. That brisket was so freaking good. It was tender. There was bark on the outside. The flavor was great. I mean, it really hit me to the point where I've been thinking about it a lot oh, throughout yeah. the morning. And talking about it a lot. Yep. No. Been using well, airtime. I got to give him something. These oh, segments are getting a little dry. <laughs> it was so good. Well, your brisket isn't because that thing was tender. I'm telling you. My question is, with the brisket sandwich today, are, yep. these, uh, are the sandwiches like pre-made and in foil or is there available non-breaded brisket in the cafeteria right now? I have both. Oh my gosh. So if I just come down there and get brisket. Yeah, you're good. Oh my gosh. I'm on my way. Donna, wrap up. No, stay where you are. <laughs> oh, let's hurry anyway, this up. uh Brian. Yes. You have really outdone yourself. Unbelievable. Good. I'm glad you liked it. I knew you liked it. Oh my gosh. Knew you would go for it. He's brisket guy. I'm brisket guy. Oh, it's so good. All right. That's so without br- a smoker, my friend. How'd you wow. make that, by the way, the brisket? A lot of people try to tackle it, they do it on the smoker. How'd you do it? I uh slow and low, baby. Wow! Wow! I mean the the bark too. That's that's yeah, nice. So that's, got... You 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 crank your oven up about as high as it'll go and just sear the crap out of it. You did that right at the end? No, beginning. Oh, and then you go slow and low. Sear. That starts it out. Nice. Wow. Yep. Oh, dude, it was so good. All right, I'm coming down to get some. Yeah. Right, bye, so, Brian. Bye. All right. Bye. See you later. Okay. So Will anyway, kids are pooping outside. Okay. okay. So, and you can choose your own adventure with the Don and Steve show. Whatever story <laughs> interests you most, brisket, tracking sharks, or kids just crapping in public. Don't you think that's weird? Sure. Some people think it's more. It's common now because parents started doing it when COVID hit and all the public be- uh, restrooms were closed. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, but I also understand. I think it's weird. I think it's weird. That's my headline. Let's I not also do that. understand porta potties is a they're a war zone on the inside. War, war zone! zone. War zone. Okay. To Yoko Ono song. All right. Yeah. It's, it's really I'm just saying. Story. So I could get it, but I don't want to. How are you cleaning out the toilet that he just that, dropped a deuce in? Okay. All right. Sorry, I brought it up. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we got a minute. She's starting a very slow goodbye. Oh, it's this is like when they goodbye. do the, uh, the thing where they say, uh, I would like to give a quick thanks to our producing crew. Uh-huh.
Got Mike, Holly during hour one. Our engineers, Adam, the hot engineer, and slowly walking through yes. our accounting. This is the Minnesota goodbye. We should oh, do this every day, just like everyone Minnesota else goodbye. does. Oh, my gosh. Can we oh. just leave? Can we just leave already? I know. I love the way you describe it, though. Like, first they're they're in the kitchen, then they're at the the door, and then the door is propped open, and then there's more goodbyes. Now someone's on the stoop and the window's open. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just go home? All right. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.